Okay, welcome to episode three of the Claridge and Ridley podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Christmas and New Year football. Um, those particular joys uh, for fans of getting out the house after being banged up with relatives for uh, a long period of time. Um, unfortunately for most fans, it's not going to happen this year, but uh, let's look back fondly. Steve, um, you're coming up. I, I don't know if I should mention this. You're coming up 55 next year and you reckon you've had you had 28 years as a pro. So that's more Christmases away than than at home, probably. It is actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, always, always. Um, you tended to get a uh, Christmas morning uh, at, at wherever you were uh, were based, and then you would, uh, if 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 it was reasonably local, you'd then go to uh, the football club. You train around four o'clock, so you'd have a Christmas meal, train around four o'clock, jump on a coach, and then off you go for the Boxing Day, the Boxing Day game. Um, if, however, you were like me and very rarely did were you able to get home over Christmas then you tended just to be in the hotel permanently or um, in that place of residence because there was always training on a Christmas day um, and there was always able to see the game on Boxing Day so yeah I um, I spent I, I, in my my football career I spent more Christmases in Ipswich believe it or not than I did any, anywhere <laughs> else I, spent, I had four Christmases in Ipswich well, you were you played four times at Ipswich for various clubs. Yeah, for various clubs on a Boxing Day, and I, I stayed in the exact same hotel each time as well. Yeah, so I stayed more times in Ipswich than I did at, at home. Right uh, during the duration of my football and career, probably. I mean, we're not talking Premier League hotels like like you know the Grange at Watford or whatever or Sopwell House. We're probably talking. A post house or something on the on the ring road, like Allen Park um, territory. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was on the actual A12, going up the A12. Um, yeah, Allen Partridge territory. It was, a, it was a nice um. No, that's that's Norwich, isn't it? Yeah, but Norwich. I mean, you get the gist, like the Linton yes. Travel Tavern. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't quite. No, it was all right actually. It wasn't a bad hotel. I used to um, you know, in the end, used to quite quite enjoy going there. Actually, to be fair, I was sort of like uh, I think they knew me by first name in the end. So it was a, uh, it was all um, no, it was good actually. I, I was, oh, you I'm make not... it, you make it sound like Cheers, you know, where everybody knows your name. Right, <laughs> sometimes you think you're just glad to get away, aren't you? Think, oh, well, there is that. Yeah, peace and quiet on my own. So, um, but no, it was, it was um, it, I think I think it was um. It's typical footballer over over Christmas, isn't it? You know, you 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 just you don't really come out of football mode because yeah. you know that that's where you've got to be. So you have Christmas Day, but you know if you do it properly, you do it, and you're a decent professional, you'll you'll never the football side of it won't ever leave. So did you have a Christmas dinner as such? You know, turkey uh, and rimmings. I tended to, and then what I do is just um, I used to take a couple of turkey sandwiches with me. But I, I think it's it's you've got you've got to be it's. It's, there's, there's a balance, mate, because obviously you can sit there having a Christmas meal and then you're just sat literally, yeah. you know, and your stomach's full and it's not going anywhere. So, I, you know, it was always a case of I'd always get up and go for a run or whatever after I'd eaten a big Christmas meal just to get it through me. Right. So the, diff the difference between home and away, would you be in a hotel Christmas night if you were at home, like, say, Portsmouth? Uh, when um, you were with Portsmouth, did you stay no, in a hotel? No, no not no. We, we did once. Um, the two years that I stayed there, we did once and the other time, no, I didn't. So it, it, it can, 
at home, it, it, sometimes, you know, managers just want to get you in a hotel because they, they you know, with all due yeah. respect, there's not an awful lot they can do. If you, if somebody doesn't, doesn't do what they're supposed to do on a Christmas day, there's no chance of putting that right because obviously you're playing the next day. Yeah. So it, it depends on um, how much the manager trusts his players, I suppose. Right. So what was your furthest Boxing Day trip away at, was it? Would it have been Bradford City when you had a well, spell? Well, actually, obviously, we we when I was at Bradford, we played at home on the Boxing Day. But obviously, for me, that was you know three hundred odd mile away from yeah. from where I where I live. So I stayed in I stayed in um, a hotel up in Bradford for the entire duration of the um, of the Christmas period. So it was a that was a tough time on my own in a hotel. It was um it was quite a tough time actually. For how many days was that? That what a New Year as well. Yeah, yeah, I did about, I think it was 14 or 15 on the trot. And it oh wasn't, that, that wasn't the most salubrious of uh, of hotels either. <laughs> so that was a tough gig, that one. Was that, oh, was that before you had your two little girls? Yeah. yeah so at least, at least you weren't missing your, your, your children at Christmas. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the reasons why I, I sort of waited that little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. So what did you do for... A fortnight in a hotel in Bradford. I don't think you need to do it on your own. <laughs> Watched a lot of telly, I would imagine. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. Let's. Shall we leave it at that? What, what else is there? <laughs> well, I'll let your. I'll leave it to your imagination. I know you're. I know much. you're a big fan of stately homes. Not people don't know this about you. You like to visit stately homes. Did you not go to I, Castle I, Howard or somewhere like that? I, I did, yes. But I mean, when you most of those places, if you if you remember, are shut down over the winter period, mate. So they yeah. tend to stay open until about sort of October time. Then reopen about April. So um, no, there wasn't an awful lot lot to do. I, I mean, basically just kept myself fit. That's, I mean, which is yeah. generally with the, the common theme every time I was away in hotels, which was, uh, I always remember, um, I always remember like, I was speaking to my mate and he, he'd say, oh, you're so lucky, you, live, you know, hotel, you get fed, you do what you like. And I said, I'll tell you what, you think it's that easy, you, you come up. And I, I said, and you can stay and um, you can stay for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday and see what you think. So he, ca he came up and he stayed the Friday night. I uh, stayed all day Friday and then got up Saturday and um, he said, I don't know how you do it. So don't, it's one room. You're living in one room. You, you know, you've just got to entertain yourself. You've got to make yourself busy all the time. He said, I don't, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't. And he went home on the Saturday night because mm. it's just, it's not, you know, sometimes it's not for some people. And I did it for, you know, I did it all for an awful long time as well. I mean, probably, you know, I was doing it. I mean, at, at Millwall alone, I was in a hotel for, probably around two and a half years crikey yeah i mean i'll just give you an idea of of sort of uh finances and how that's involved i um i was offered a thousand pound a month um for rent um and i said fine that's okay uh the problem was i don't i only signed a, a six months deal and then it was a year deal and a year deal so we never actually got round to the rent they just left me in the hotel and at the end of the um, my time at the at the club, I would it would have been around the 30, 35 grand mark they would have spent on rent. So obviously the club paid for the hotel. It was a four star in the middle of London. Um, I got bed, breakfast and evening meal. And I said at the end of it, I want to check out after two and a half years. So how much have I spent? It was in the region of about one hundred and fifty thousand pounds. My God. When they could have they could have put me up 
you know, and paid me the rent of a thousand pound a month for, for about 30 grand. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the vagaries of, um, of football. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were worth it, worth weren't it, you? Worth, you were worth it. Worth it. To... Well, I was there. I want that. Some of them, I certainly, I want worth thirty quid at some of them. But yeah, I think at Millwall, I think they got their value. Yeah, they got value for money at Millwall. I think just about. What was, um, what was Boxing Day like at Millwall? I would think that was a bit, um, bit tasty at Millwall, wasn't it? On all the passions running high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was always, it was always. I mean, it, it, I mean, at that stage, we were obviously flying as well. We had a really good side, um, and we were, you know, we were actually challenging believe it or not, for the title. And, uh, um, yeah, it used to get a bit lively. I mean, I can remember um, Nottingham Forest, I think, came came over the Christmas period. And, um, obviously, when we leave the ground, it's like an hour and a half after the, the game's finished because you're getting changed, you, you know, bits and pieces. And, obviously, I had to pick up my man in the match award as well um, for the game because, you know, obviously, I got man in the I'm joking, mate. I'm joking. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I, I, I drove back to the hotel and obviously, you, you, you drive back, and the the sort of like the, the the street was there's a fair bit of glass on the street, and you know the bollards, sort of bollards strewn everywhere, and bits and pieces. I thought, blimey, what's what's going on here? So I drive back to the hotel. Anyway, about a couple of weeks later, um, there was a, a BBC documentary, and they at, they'd actually were at this game, and it was a documentary on like a bit like like a little bit of trouble in football, football hooliganism, and that. And I, unbeknown to me. They they covered this game and they'd shown what had happened prior to obviously us leaving the ground and going back me going back to the hotel, and um, I thought blimey now I could understand now why it was in such a state because I didn't realise what had gone on you just don't get you know any idea of what yeah. of what had gone on you know prior to that. Well, I guess you're in your own bubble as a player. You are, you? yeah. I mean, you, do, you know, all those things sort of happen as you're getting changed and getting dressed. So, Did yeah, you have other just, uh, other occasions where it kicked off. On Boxing Day. Yeah, I think the strange one was when I was at Oldershot, I didn't realise the rivalry between Oldershot and Reading. Um, and there was a, I can remember there being a pub sort of just outside of um, outside of the Oldershot ground at the bottom of one of the entrances. And um, yeah, I remember coming out of the ground. It was it was just absolutely manic. I was sorry, driving to the ground. It's absolutely manic all along the road. I thought, blimey, I didn't realise that there was that sort of uh, animosity between the two sides. So yeah, it can get a bit, can get a bit funny over Christmas. That's an example of how football's changed, isn't it? All the shot in the National League, Reading yeah. for the Premier League and have yeah. been in the Premier and League. And have been in the Premier League, yes. It's incredible. I mean, I'll give you another indication of how football's changed just very quickly, mate. Um, I was at Bournemouth about 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, I I went to get a strap in at, um, at uh, I'd, uh, I turned my ankle and the fella said, um, I said, can I have some tape from my ankle? He said, uh, we haven't got any. I said, yeah, well, can I, can, shall we, can you order some? He said, we can't. I said, what, what do you mean? He said, we haven't paid the medical bill. I said, what? He said, we haven't paid the medical I said, you're joking. He said, I said, how much is it? He said, it's 324 pound. They bought a player last year for 26 million. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? Did that, that is some turnaround at that football club. That's Cheers, isn't it? You it's, played your thousandth game there, didn't you? you I did, yeah. I made my debut and I played my thousandth game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, yeah, I just, um, yeah, certainly, I've, I, you know, as I say, you, you, you look at how things can change. You know, up, up and down, though, obviously, you know, there's obviously a lot of clubs fall from grace as well as, you know, make that sort of rise. But, yeah, absolutely incredible the way it can so go. What other bad memories do you have of Christmas? 
Um, I, I, I don't think I have too many bad memories, Matt. I mean, obviously, at, start, at times it'll melt into one. I, I, I used to love playing football Christmas because, um, you know, I used to sort of, it was always a, 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 a it was an, it was a I don't know it's just a nice time to play football it was, it was a good time to play football because everybody seemed to be upbeat everybody seemed to want to be there there was almost always that little bit more atmosphere almost that that little bit more spice I suppose to the occasion because in, in general they were you know really they're big games aren't they they yeah. tend to be local derbies they tend to be games where you know there's there's a decent atmosphere which is which is great and some of the clubs I played for do you know what I mean didn't didn't take an awful lot for that to be a decent atmosphere so to speak so yeah. it was good fun they were good fun but I mean you had as I recall you had a couple of bad ones at Cambridge United and Birmingham City did you not a couple of bad well I, yeah I mean I <laughs> obviously but, but we, we played a game prior to um Christmas for for Birmingham and we we'd gotten beaten quite heavily and um, Baz said right he got us in Christmas Friday. Day yeah well, Barry, Barry Friday, got us in man. Christmas Day and he, it was the only time he'd ever taken us for a session and he came okay. in it was absolutely pouring down the pitch I remember was was completely soaked um, he got us all in and he came in with his like, like a large light, light beige suit and um, these sort of like camel skin moccasins. Uh, and he came in and he, he walked through all this mud and he, was, and he went right he went um, and I'm not going to use the expression because obviously if anyone's met Baz you can only you it, it, every 10 words you can only use two you know, yeah. I, oh I yeah. see two, two only use two out of ten yeah you're only allowed to, yeah you could only use two so I'll, I'll just abbreviate slightly but he said um, we've got beat he wasn't in a very good mood he went right he went you effing four there UF in four there, UF in four there, and UF in four there, meaning the four corners. He went right now, he said, you sees, run, you sees, run. And he walked in. That was his only training session he'd taken ever in the two and a half years I was at, at Birmingham. So we ran for a couple of laps and we realised he'd gone in. So everyone just stood around wondering what we do, what to do next. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's 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 great fun, Baz. He's great yeah. fun. So I mean, what you got, what you got with Baz, was was the same, you know, on and off the field. He, yeah. He'd speak to the, you know, he'd speak to um, a, uh, a sponsored gathering in the same terms as he'd yeah. speak to the dressing yeah. room. You see, Baz, no, yeah. no, Baz. No. I know, I know. It's, there was no. Um, he was not great at reading the room, Baz, was he? No, no, well, every room came alike, didn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, actually, I did see him at a football writer's dinner once. Um, and I do, I think he toned it down and then forgot yeah, he he halfway to, through. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's got to his direction. No, it was a PFA. Stuff. It was a PFA yeah. annual awards. And he yeah. started off really well. And by about three minutes in, people were drinking, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> He'd obviously been told to keep it clean, and then, yes. and then he just, you know, went went into the old, yeah. old mode. Yeah. Um, but you had, didn't you have a Christmas training on your own at Cambridge as well when you? Were oh at yeah, Cambridge. Cambridge was an, obviously under John Beck. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it, we we um we we had a training session and we played a game, and yeah, you know, obviously in the game you weren't allowed to to get the ball down and pass it back to a midfielder you know my game is all about holding the ball up and linking the play and he didn't want that he just wanted you to get it and kick it in the corner um, and then chase it down um, so I've got hold of it and I've 
pass it back yeah, to Yeah, you've told somebody. this story before, actually. You've told this story. Yeah. Just tell us and about Christmas. What happened? Yeah, and obviously, he, we, well, what happened was he, he sort of like, he, he, take, he took me up. No, this wasn't a, this one, this was just a training session. Oh, so it's a okay. It's just a training session. Yeah, yeah. So as a punishment, he made me stand in the middle and get everybody else to run around the pitch, which seemed a bit odd. That mm. was my punishment. That was to get everybody to obviously have a go at me and stuff like that. So it didn't really work. So what he decided was that he would have me in every day over Christmas. So he had me in for about, I think it was 10 days over Christmas, sort of. Um, and he, he would have a different coaching every day so they, they could share the load. And just literally bring me in. And then I used to train on my own, um, do a bit of running and then go home while all the other boys obviously were off. So it was, um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I think these days that that I mean I don't think you get away with that anymore to get you wouldn't he wouldn't he would not have been allowed to get away with that no but I think it's I mean it would be classed as bullying these days wouldn't it it would yeah I don't, it wasn't bullying it was just you know two people who, who who you know just didn't really get along and it was his way of trying to assert his mm. his authority but it, it wasn't a great way of doing so it so give us a good memory then you had a you had one with Portsmouth a a, a boxing day derby type thing I, I I can remember um yeah I, I can remember um I went to where did we go we we was really struggling it was, it was I, I just joined the club and obviously with it being your hometown and that you know you want to do well and the club I I, I was uh, the club hadn't scored for about seven games and I got injured during that that period so I hadn't actually played and then came back and we went to Swindon I think it was on a boxing day it was, it was fantastic we had um we had uh, uh, both ends and the side of the ground. So it's absolutely packed with Pompey fans. And um, yeah, I remember sort of, I hadn't, I hadn't played and it was, it was a bit of a dearth for the, for the club with regard to, it was a lot, of, we, were, we were in trouble as well. We were slipping down the league and yeah, I got a couple and um, we won 3-1 and actually catapulted. That was the start of you know, a little bit of a run to get us out of the trouble we were in, which was, which was great, you know, and it sort of like kickstarted my career at the club as well, which was, which was fantastic. Cause obviously it's a, uh, you know, with it being your hometown as well, it's 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 yeah, you know, and a proper football club as well, proper football fans. It was really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I had years of covering Boxing Day football for for papers and 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 really enjoyed it. I loved I loved going. Yeah, I, I think it's it's almost like a fix, isn't it? Sometimes yeah, it's yeah. it's that time when you really look forward to you know have a lot of games, a plethora of games, and if you have a good Christmas, it can change your season. Well, I always think that that. Um, Christmas can change your season. It's Easter that decides your season, but it's yeah. Christmas that yeah. can change your season. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I remember... It determines where you're going to go from there on, really. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember a funny time when we played Fulham over Christmas period for, for Portsmouth and um, my mate went up there and uh, he was stood in the, in, in the crowd and uh, um, there was sort of like... Um, there was, it was... It was Quite, quite here. There's a lot of Pompey fans up there and that. And after the game, I've come out and he's, he's uh, met me to go home. And I can remember him, he's, he's still got like this bit of crust in his, in his hair. I said, what's happened to you? He said, some bugger threw a steak and kidney pie at me in it. Did you bother me? I mean, he took me an hour. He said, to get all this steak and kidney pie. Oh, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. But I'll tell you the Boxing Day game I remember more than anything, though. The, the highlight of my... I know, I know what you're going to say as well. I know exactly what you're yeah. going to say. 
Well, like, when I was chairman of Weymouth and you were manager and we beat Dorchester yeah. 8-0, 3,700 people in the ground. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one up in three minutes. I can remember going 3-0 up before half-time and still thinking, feeling nervous, thinking we, yeah. Can't, lose yeah. from here. we can't lose from here. Yeah. But they just yeah. kept going in, just kept yeah. going in. Do you remember that yeah. game? I do, of course I do. I mean, it was. I think Lee Phillips got a hat trick, and I got a hat trick, didn't I? Yeah. So it was. They were. Yeah, they were. They, I mean, that's obviously there was real, real rivalry, and obviously, you know, it was at that stage we were flying, weren't we? It's a, you know, it's a really good, really, yeah, really good time for the, the football club. So um, no, it's. I mean, as you say, nearly four thousand people, absolutely packed out. So yeah, really yeah. good, really good I time. I remember the, the Dorchester chairman at the time was a man called Eddie Belt and uh, he walked across the the press, uh, the director's box and came over and shook my hand and said, what a lovely side you've put together there. Um, and I thought that was a very classy thing to do mm. when he was obviously yeah. in so much pain. Eddie passed away two weeks ago. Um, oh, right. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I thought that was that was a very nice thing to do when it could have been you know, I'm, I hoped I would have been as gracious in the circumstances, but I think I would have just probably slunk off to a toilet. You, you wouldn't have, I can assure you of that. Yeah, probably not. No, no, <laughs> no definitely not. There's not wet day. No, probably. I do remember driving down. I, I remember the Christmas. Um, I, I just couldn't wait for Boxing Day at home to Dorset. And I remember getting up at five in the morning and saying to, to Vicky, my late wife, Vicky, come on, get up, Vicky, get up. We're going to drive down. She said, why are we going so early? I said, I want to get there. I want to get there. And, um, and as we, we left about six o'clock and we got to edge of Dorchester about half past eight. And I drove round the roundabout twice at the Dorchester there where their ground is. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going, and as I drove round twice, I, I pointed to the ground and said, we're going to give you a right stuff in today. And Vicky said, don't be so childish, for God's sake, grow up. Um, you but, do have those moments, don't you? Oh, it was so, such a, <laughs> I can remember you'd had your head shaved and I can remember coming in the dressing room and giving you a kiss on, on your top of your head. That was just <laughs> a wonderful day for me, that beating Dorchester. When I was a kid growing up, Dorchester weren't the rivals though, it was Yeovil and it always yeah. kicked off, always yeah. kicked off. Yeah, um, no, I remember that. Even, I mean, our first time around, I remember the rivalry between Yeovil and Weymouth. It was very nasty. It could get, there were lots of running in streets around the ground and people chasing each other and, and all, all that. That was, um, I mean, I, I think people going back back to them, you know, would probably not understand how, you know, what, I mean, Weymouth and Yeovil would have been probably top five in the country non-league yeah clubs, probably at least top, top six or so non yeah you had, you had your barnets didn't you wickham Barnet, then you had up north you had you had sort of like yeah. your Altringhams yeah. and stuff like that but yeah. it's a very different landscape isn't it now yeah i mean i was reminded when when gerard houlier died last week who was an old friend of mine and um liverpool had played at, at yeovil in the cup and on the way home, he rang me. I was at the game. I was at the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did the game for Five Live. Okay. And he rang me on the way home and said, all the fans today, were the home fans, they were chanting Heskey for Weymouth. What does this mean? Because <laughs> he knew I was in chair, was chairman at Weymouth. And I said, well, I don't think it's very flattering. <laughs> they used to be our rivals. And I said, oh, I didn't realise it. Are you close to Yeovil? <laughs> quite close. I don't think Weymouth would have mind-sided him, to be fair. No, we'd have taken him like a shot. For God's sake. He, might, he might have had to drop you, mind. 
anyway, um, the New Year's Day game at Dorchester wasn't quite so good, though, was it? You got no. Was I that the only should... time you were sent off in your career? No, no, I got sent off again, but they were, they were both uh, just reacting to to horrendous challenges. So yeah, that was. Uh... Yeah, I know it was, but you kicked someone when they were on the floor, didn't you? I think I might have accidentally trod on his head. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. quite know what, what happened. I there, remember but... defending you in the press and you fibbing to me that you hadn't touched the bloke and it was mistaken identity. It was all in the heat. Of I'd obviously forgotten the incident. All I know is if, if the lad had connected where he's supposed to, it would, have, um, it would have, yeah, I was lucky that I got out of the way at the last minute. I know that because uh, yeah. could have been quite nasty. But there we go anyway. That's funny because I got three, probably three of the worst challenges I've ever had in my, you know, in thirty years, and that, that in that one year, mm. strangely yeah, enough, I, there was some shocking. Everybody wanted to be the man that shot Liberty Valance, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, for you that yeah, year. Tough, mate. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, do you remember? Um, I tell you what, I was going to say to you. Do you remember um, talking about older shot? Um, going back to older shot. Do you remember us getting the, the bottle of Matthias Rose and the chicken? Oh, the turkey at Christmas. Yeah, rotten turkey. Yeah. Oh, I'm putting it in the car. I thought, I mean, they, they just, previous, just previous to that, we've been offered, um, you know, one of those, um, we're going to get sponsored cars and uh, they'd offer us the larder. It was like, honestly, it was, it was, it was like the tiniest car you could, you could ever see. Honestly, you, you, it was just ridiculous. This little box car, and everyone said, no, no, we'll leave it. And then they gave us this, um, it, well, I don't know if it was a turkey or a chicken, to be fair, oh. but I think they must have left the giblets in it or whatever and hadn't gutted it. And, um, yeah, I put it in the car with a little bottle of Mateus Rosé. And the lads, obviously all the other lads were in the car. They got theirs. And everyone's going, what is that smell? What is, that is absolute, what is going on? I literally got it back, took it out of the car, went to put it in the oven and it had, it had obviously, it had gone off. It was just, it was over to throw, just completely throw. I don't think there was one lad who actually got to eat one of the chicks. Every one of them was stone cold off. It was uh, oh. The glamour of being a professional footballer. It, it was, let me tell you, mate, honestly, never so ended. I don't suppose given the situation, you've got a game this Boxing Day. No, we haven't played for, for no, we haven't played for six weeks, mate. No, and, and we are, the levels below have played, although they've now stopped and the levels above have played, but we're, we're in that, um, unfortunately, that, um, that that area of, you know, Steps costs too much to, to yeah, run yeah. without crowds and without bar, but yeah. there's no grants for us, only possible loans. So yeah, we're, we're right in that, that horrible little catchment bit. Oh, that's a shame. But um, I remember actually the first season when you were manager at the new Salisbury FC and I was vice chair and um, we played Bemerton Heath, local rivals. Um, the game wasn't scheduled to be on a boxing day um, because at that level, players want boxing day off. But we persuaded Bemerton. Well, Wessex League at that level don't play boxing yeah. day, do they? No, but we persuaded Bemerton Heath to play on boxing day on the understanding we'd come to them on the Easter Monday so that they'd get a bumper payday as well and we had 1500 in if you remember for a Wessex League game yeah. still a Wessex League record I think yeah absolutely I, I it was um I, I think as well I mean they they 
clearly had enjoyed the Christmas more than us, hadn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, well, mean, I, you could literally... you, I knew you'd be professional about it and get the players at it rather than even at that level. Um, but I, I just remember we, we, we were, we banked so much money that day. It was fantastic. You know, 1,500 people for a Wessex League yeah. day. And we actually made a profit that season with an FA Trophy, uh, FA Vars run to the semi-final. Um, if only football were always like that. Yeah, I mean, that 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 first year. I mean, it, it, you know, I don't think we've if we've had a gate like that in the league since, have uh, we, I don't think. I think we've had it in the playoffs, just, obviously. It but, just goes um, to show how important, um, particularly for, for lower clubs, the Boxing Day and Christmas and New Year periods are in terms of finances. And yeah. just what a shame it is this year for them that, that they can't bank that money. No, no, absolutely. I mean, it just doesn't, I, I don't know about you, mate, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel the same, does it? it does, you know, without without fans there, without, yeah. you know, it, it, it's almost like a surreal experience where it just, it's slightly on the back foot a little bit. Whereas football's always been, everything and you know and first and foremost in in a lot of people's minds it's it's taken a little bit of a backstage and a back step and it, it, I don't know it just doesn't quite mean as much at this stage and understandably it doesn't because of the, the circumstances we're in which is difficult because in football it's it's all or nothing do you know what I mean you're either it's very difficult it's almost surreal to have it not not an, uh, at the foremost for foremost part of your mind constantly do you know what I mean because it if you're in football you live it you breathe it, it it's it's that thing that consumes you yeah whereas you're in football now and unfortunately it, it's sort of like a halfway house sort of thing which doesn't feel right no well it's you've always been an all or nothing character when it comes to football so it, it must be difficult and, and most intro, things like... to be fair <laughs> most <laughs> others yeah yeah most things yeah, don't well, tend to do things in uh, in half measures no Here's hoping um, this time next year we'll all be back at football and, and yeah. watching and we'll all be yeah. there. Sound, yeah. sound a bit like Del Boy there, don't I? No, this but... Time next year we we'll all be get... millionaires, Rodney. Yeah, we, like I say, we need to just find a way to get through this and get back to some sort of balance, mate, between obviously looking after ourselves and staying safe and, you know, people's mental health and well-being, yeah. um, okay. you know, being okay as well, mate. All right. Well, my thanks to Steve Claridge. I've been Ian Ridley. This has been the Claridge and Ridley podcast. And thank you for listening. See you. See, well, we won't see you soon. Hopefully we'll be. Yeah. Happy Christmas to everyone. Happy, Happy New Christmas Year as well. New Year. Cheers.